Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> hour oh, two. Hour two. I love. Okay. <laughs> Lori Kilmartin, how's it going, hour two? Fine. You're looking forward to it? I'm sore. Are you? Yeah. I, I was sore in the last podcast. <laughs> right. Because it's only I'd been wait. an hour to bring it up. <laughs> I, I save things to bring up. Okay. Here's what I'm doing. I, you know, I am susceptible to any sort of cream or non surgical. Uh, self-improvement right 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 you're like this might work so yes so my sister i did not know that you enjoyed topical uh oh yeah oh yeah a lot of creams yeah Yeah. but my sister got this thing she she talked me into it's called the fascia blaster it's a fascia blaster it's it will stop it'll start popping up on your facebook ads once you hit 45 (laughs) and um it it like it it's it's a device it's a metal raw it's like a a PVC pipe that's got four little claws on it <laughs> and you rub it really hard on parts of your body that you want to get rid of cellulite. But it, what it, technically what it does is it loosens fascia yeah. that's bound together. So it makes you less, more supple and et cetera. Bendy. I got, yes. I got a stiff knee. I could use the fascia blaster. You might. Yeah. 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 And if I have any, I could rub it on my ass too. Cause uh, I don't look at my ass, but I'm sure there's some cellulite going on. I don't want to think about that. No, no one does, but certainly not me. <laughs> um, yeah, but there's a lot of before and after videos where you're like, no, Are there? oh, this is amazing. So I got one. So I've been like doing it really hard and I'm in significant pain right now. You're in some significant. Are you doing it on your thighs? Is that what my you legs, legs, my stomach? Yeah. In the hopes. In, in the, the hopes. hopes. It's how, um, and how long? covered in bruises. Well, that's attractive. If I uh, listen, <laughs> if I get murdered now. Right. You're going to confuse the, uh, the autopsy. Uh, yeah. That's what's really gonna happen. You gotta, you gotta make sure you date those bruises, and, and not that I want to give this murderer any, give him off exactly. or anything like that. I mean, the guy killed me; he should be in prison. But you right. know what? That is, he may that not is. have, he may not have clawed my thighs. Right. Just, <laughs> I might have done right. that myself. That might have, that might have been self-inflicted. <laughs> right. Just look for the, look for the strangling. Yeah, and uh, that'll be, that'll be the only bruises that are real. So I shot – well, okay. I didn't completely shot shoot my wad on the last podcast. No. We always think of things, right? Yeah, we always think of things. I listened to this really good interview with Gloria Steinem oh, on yeah? Fresh Air. Gloria Steinem is 82. Awesome. And she's still 100% there mm-hmm. you know, with it. Um, she's She wrote – she's written Why isn't another she memoir. your mom? Oh, my God. Would that be so I can't, I I can't imagine having – being Gloria's, raised by her. Yeah. I, is she sane? I would be so different. She's I've never totally heard her. Sane. I've oh, never heard really her speak. Cool. I've read some of her stuff, but old stuff. She's really cool, and she talks about. She's eighty-two, and um, uh, NPR lady. What's her name? Terry Gross. Yes. So yeah. she played an interview that they did with her when she was sixty, and oh. her voice sounds almost exactly the same. Right. She doesn't even have an old person voice. You right. Know? Norman like, Lear does. Yeah. Norman Lear's got a little bit of that kind of like, oh, do you have dentures? Maybe. Yes. He's 90 though, right? 94. Yeah. That's going to, yeah. I think, yeah, it's yeah. going to happen. It'll happen. It's got nothing. And you get used to it and you're fine. Yes. Because he's great. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great oh, book. Oh, that reminds me. I read this, this other book. I listened to another book. I'll just go to this after. Yeah. Okay. Um, but she talked about how it, when she turned 60, she's saying how 50 was when she finally figured herself out and finally got comfortable with herself. That makes sense. And I was so happy to hear that. <laughs> You're like, oh, any minute now. I'm going to really get my shit together. That's hilarious. Like she had been living out of a suitcase her entire life because she'd been, she grew up like raised by uh, parents that sort of drove around a lot. Like she wasn't in school. It was very like a gypsy tinker kind of life. Were they entertainers or? No, her dad was a salesman. It sounds like uh, your dad with even with- less parenting skills right right oh hard to believe and, uh, <laughs> but um so she was so as a freelance writer she mm-hmm. she kind of lived like a comic in a way where, yeah so she all of her shit was in boxes and when she was 50 she finally 
took stuff out of boxes and, and decided started, to have a home. Yeah, I'm going to make this my home. She didn't move. She was already in the place. She just made it something that she liked. Wow. And she had sort of never done that? Yeah. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Huh. It was cool to hear. Yeah, I I love hearing the. Right now, I'm on board with the elderly talking to me. You know, like yeah, I, I there's this other great book. This woman, she's she's a novelist, and she wrote a memoir, and she reads it. Her name's Penelope Lively. Okay, I forget the name of the memoir, but she's she goes back through all of her decades. She had very interesting life. Lived in Cairo. Was raised. You know, she's British. She was she just yeah. very all over the place and. And she now she feels elderly, but she said even in her sixties she she laughs at the fact that she thought she was old when she was in her sixties. Yeah, you know, like now I know what old is and stuff. But right. it's it's really awesome to hear these um, these very old people whose brains are still a hundred percent there and mm-hmm. they're still producing stuff. Kind of talk about the old this, days, the old days, and what we feel like is the end of our lives as uh. as performers. You and know they're like, I mean? no, no, you can still go for another 20 years yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That is interesting. And then it's weird that um, what, I, what I, I – I've been listening to that Norman Lear thing. And then the other thing I did this week because Gene Wilder died mm. is I, I watched a Young Frankenstein with the commentary on with Mel Brooks. Oh, cool. And it was fascinating just yeah. sort of him talking about what it was like on the set and all these different actors. And, and then the Norman Lear thing, he's talking about all the different actors and all of his different shows. You know, he did Sanford and Son. Which I forgot, I forgot about that because it was on a different network. Yeah, because it and it wasn't a spinoff or whatever. But yeah. uh, yesterday, not today, just yesterday, when I was listening to the book, I thought I would like a reboot of Maud, and I would like to play Maud. <laughs> that is what I would like, and because I could, be, I, I could see myself being super bossy, and uh, you know, I can't and heartfelt. Can you see that? <laughs> um, yeah, but it's been real. Oh, uh, here's my news, uh, comedy wise. I have a yeah. new website. My yeah. website guy redid my website so it so it not only looks fine on the on the computer, it actually uh-huh. works on the phone. Oh, cool! Right, because because it's never really worked on the phone. Oh, yeah. And so, do you think? I mean, a lot of people don't even have them. Really, I don't they even, just it, they're almost in a way they don't seem necessary anymore. Yeah, they used to be. You had to have a website. You had to have your domain. Mm-hmm. You know, your domain now, name. And yeah, it's just like Twitter, Twitter, and <laughs> Facebook, and yeah, Instagram, it's, and it's um strange how. Yeah, how unnecessary they became so quickly. I used to be addicted to my website. I, I wrote, I would write uh, like a journal. I called it This Week's Hoax. I wrote it every day for like 10 years, what? starting in like 96 to maybe 2000. Is that still out there, the archives? The archives are up be. there. Was it on like WordPress or Journal Space or whatever the blog? I think you know I used to be a coder, Jackie. (laughs) Oh, Jesus, that's right. You did it yourself. Did it myself with text edit or BB edit, depending (laughs) on the decade we were in. Dork. Yes. Did you just lose your right ear? uh, I did. I just lost my left ear. Okay, we're I'm back. So Um, you still seeing stuff, Aristotle? You still seeing waves? See, I know about sound things. <laughs> sure. It's uh All right, look, yeah, that's but, all my topics I had to well, talk about. I have nothing. Let me finish telling you about my great new website that Vilmos did. Okay. He did a nice oh, job. Oh, Vilmos. Yeah, Vilmos did it. You know he's Vilmos. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a comic. comic. Yeah. yeah. Is and he in Colorado still? No, he's in Illinois. He's taking care of his mom. Um. He got married. Uh, and uh, so he's he's there and he and he worked on my website. And, and then so it goes like the first one is just a picture of me and then yeah. – and then it scrolls, and it you, my my website used to be several videos, a, a bio, you know, it was super kind of busy. Yeah. And then all the links to wherever you want to go, Snapchat or Tumblr or bullshit. Yeah. And now, so it's super clean looking, where it's just a picture. You scroll up, you get an about, and then you get arrows going right and left, and then you go to like so the donation page and the Amazon banner, and then after that, there's a contact, there's a way to get in. In there's you know like a. Jackie, a Jackie Cajun kind of thing. Yeah. And then, but the video page is the question one. Uh, I have all these videos, like the Conan videos. Yeah. And I don't, are, do people still do at their acting reel on their website? No, I don't okay. think so. No? I don't know. I don't know. Why are you asking me? I'm not. You are a coder. That's why. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Might be something. I Isn't guess that so. Something? But can't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not as interesting a story as I thought I'd say. Well, <laughs> Everyone go to my website and give me some feedback that I may Do or may not give a shit about. Donate money to you? Yeah. Yeah. 
Not a lot. <laughs> People use the Amazon banner, uh, yeah. from uh, which it doesn't cost anybody anything. They use that more often. Oh, that's because cool. all they have to do is it's a portal to Amazon, and then yeah. they order like normal. Yeah, yeah. And then the dork forest gets kicked back. So that that actually. Uh, does more than regular donations, but people do donate, and they're very nice. That's and I nice. appreciate it. Thank you very much. And uh, how about this? I was I was having a conversation, yeah, and I said there are several good-looking comics, yeah, who are very funny, right? Who I hate, yeah, until they open their mouths, yeah. Where I'm just like, hey, handsome, you're what are you doing comedy for? Shut up! And then they open their pie hole. You can only hope they were terribly abused as children. <laughs> To well, make up for their I don't think John Mulaney was. John Mulaney is. <laughs> uh, I'll name names uh, because John Mulaney is super handsome, and uh, and he looked like he always sounds like he had a lovely upbringing. Yeah, and it's all worked out for him. Mm-hmm. And so I remember when I met him, and I am sorry to say this, John Mulaney, I met you, and I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And I, I think everyone was like that because he got he was really good really quick. He's really really, really good funny. really fast. Yeah, and you didn't see him grow. You didn't see him grow. You didn't see him fuck up at open mics like just fully he born was almost born with 15 minutes and, then <laughs> added to it. and so i think everyone was like who is this guy yeah and i did best week when i was on best week ever we did some tours together yeah. and I, and I, he was the first person i like i hadn't i didn't know him i'd never heard of him right and i'd never heard of him yeah and he was really great and he was really great and i was yeah. like mm, look at all handsome yeah and then uh i was like don't like him don't like him then he opened his joke hole and i was like oh I don't care what he looks like, and uh, which is exactly the opposite of the rest of humanity. <laughs> I believe comics are entirely flippity flop because uh, I usually think, oh, look I think at that Jim weird. Norton is the classic, uh, what a classic male comic should look like is Jim Norton. It's, uh, well, all of them, right? Like Doug Stanhope, James Inman, Jim Norton, yeah. Augie Smith, all of that sort of. You're impu- you're, now, you're, now you're hurting feelings. <laughs> Right and left. It's well no, remember Pardo Pardo used to do this joke about going I, out for I, I wouldn't list all those. I wouldn't put those guys in their physical shape as I would Jim Norton. Well no, P- Pardo used to do this bit about how you'd go out for auditions and it yeah. would just be a linear graph of a really bad looking version of himself <laughs> to a really good looking version of himself. <laughs> and you're like, Oh, okay, that's what I look like. And that's a, I that would be like if when I go out for auditions, the rare and wonderful auditions, it's yeah. never that because I it turns out a minority. So when I go out for an audition, I'm usually with black men, and um, and sometimes black women, but in uh, different body types than me. I usually go out uh, as a uh, some sort of uh, as a minority. So role. The, so you there's always there's a role that's open, so open it doesn't you don't have to define it by gender or race. Yeah. And which is the only way. B- that's the only thing I ever get called in for. It's uh, which, <laughs> but if you think of the larger social, uh, the, the importance of that is sure. that that's the only fucking thing that black guys are getting called in for, or uh, or right. what black women. Which is you're like, oh, you could play a nurse, excellent. Oh, you can play the receptionist right. at a thing. Yes, yes, I could, and uh, hopefully I have good timing, and you'll book me. But that hasn't happened this year, so never mind. Anyway, but uh, but yeah, but that's what I that's what I go out for. So, it, but I love that spectrum of yeah. So, but yes, there there's there's just sort of normal people you look at and you think, oh, they're probably funny. Well, I think your overall uh, rage at good looking people is to be applauded <laughs> and encouraged and, and emulated. Um, I I um uh you know slowly trying to get tapes off of VHS. That's right. You're digitizing. Yes. yes. VCR. I couldn't remember the name of the VCR. <laughs> two That's podcasts right. Ago, I called That's it right. a VHS player. That's oh right. Oh my god. I know it. Um, but I like I, I I looked at some. There were some tapes to some sets I did at the Strip because you know, did you ever work at the Comic Strip in New York? Yeah, when Lucian was alive. Yeah. So yeah. they they had a VCR in the back, and you just popped your tape in right before you set recorded your set. You yeah. Could, you know, you, I have like hundreds. Oh, do you really? <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. Um, but uh. But I was like looking at, and it was right before, it was right when I got Tough Crowd, mm-hmm. you know, when I got the writing job yeah. and my confidence was up and I was like really starting to push myself writing wise, but it was before I was a mother, okay. you know, and it was just like this really super kind of straight co- happy up. period. <laughs> <laughs> Your confidence was up. You didn't have a kid. It was a happy period that you look back on. <laughs> but I like... Fifteen. I, I I would say I have twelve pure minutes on rape. 
Oh, really? That I forgot about. Yeah. Wow. Anything yeah. in there? Anything in there that I you can still so. use? Like some of it might seem a little dated, but some of it I rape, like, rape jokes. They do. They do age out real quick. Real yeah. quick. You know, um, it's like, oh, that's not how people are raping anymore. Oh, I get that. Well, it's also <laughs> e- e- like. Any kind of topic like that yeah. of the moment, you can when you can find the moment that the crowd is talking about feeling that way, and you can really you can really make an impact with the joke, right? Yeah. But then five years later, that's not how people are talking about that's it anymore. Right. That's right. And it's really strange how some things. I'm like, oh, to the wayside. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know that. Cause, it resonated at the time, yes, because that was how the dialogue went. Yes, and, and that's now how you look spoke. at it, right? Right. I mean, in comedy, you're speaking how the audience speaks. Yep. You know, our our language has changed as we've if we've grown with the audience too. You know. Yep. Um. So it's, it's just weird how it it's comes. weird how how comedy can get dated. It isn't. Yeah. It isn't even. Even if it's just kind of been hacked to death. Yeah, like, uh, like uh, you may have been the first person to do it mm-hmm. or one of the earlier ones. Right. And then everyone it, goes, that's a good idea. We're all going to talk <laughs> about that I want a version thing. of that. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I had something like that. Yeah. You know? Um, where now, or if I brought it back, it would be like, oh, that's been sort of done now. Right. I remember the first ever Planet of the Apes joke I ever heard. It was Dana Gould. Dana Gould, like yeah. Nine to five, 95, yeah. 96 maybe. And then everybody was doing Planet of the Apes jokes. Yeah. And But his was so great. I'm so glad. I think it's on his al- that early album, which is great. Because when you, when you are one of the early adopters of such a topic or, or a way of putting stuff, like Bill Hicks about porn. Yeah. Um, to get it on tape. Yes, I recorded yeah, this I in '92. I did it first. First, it's like yep. the first comment. First, <laughs> mine, mine. Yeah, uh, I did um, war reenactment guys. That was mine. Mm. So luckily, I uh, and now everybody, and then everybody after that, and it, and I liked, and I think about this. I never say it out loud, but I do uh, embarrassedly think about how I was the first one doing war reenactment guy joke, and it was revolutionary war reenactment guys, not civil war wow. reenactment. Yeah, I got some time in Niche. my yeah, I got uh, <laughs> I got some free time in my brain box, <laughs> just sitting around. So yeah, I might I might put it up on YouTube just to and you know date it, and it is very it's dated because the MC check out on this new show called Tough Crowd. <laughs> she's writing for this new yeah, show. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's a, it's a timestamp. William Stevenson right. was hosting. Pretty do you cool. know how to edit once the video is is up? Do you have do you have those chops? Um, I have iMovie and uh I think I have so much shit on my computer. It's super slow and okay. and it, I it, Things freeze, and then I'm like, "Fuck this! I yeah, gotta write it. A, I gotta write about death anyway." <laughs> and then I just don't get around to it. Yeah, well, that's. I mean, it's a great mm-hmm. clock eater, though, for you not writing about death. Though I'm uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Projects. I went to IKEA. You know, I yeah. like fixing up my son's room. Mm-hmm. I also got there's a um, I since my parents died, since I went through their house, yeah, you know, and and it was just so awful. I've I've been just like I. I want my house. I want wherever I am to be pretty. I don't want it. I don't want it to be neat. Pretty when the the real estate agent gets to it, and then we stage it. You know what I mean? That's an excellent point. Yeah, you want you want to live in the house. You don't want to. You don't want to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I got I got this gigantic painting at this this is antique store. It's not. It's on. It's on Magnolia in Burbank, but okay. it's not an antique store. But there's a million antique stores yeah, yeah. there, and it sells stuff that used to be on TV shows. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, previous, yeah. it's called Previously On. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so I got this six foot by five foot painting. Um, it's a print what, of a painting. Did it, did it's did abstract. It, okay. Yeah. And did they tell you what it was on? They go some pilot. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I hope it's not some comics pilot that's at my house one day. <laughs> what? <laughs> With John Mulaney. <laughs> Aww, poor guy. Um, so he had a show in the air. He had a show in the air, and it, it, it lasted until it didn't last. You yeah. Know, until, uh, I guess that's somebody... A huge, ma- I was thinking of Christella the other day. It, oh, well, yeah. Hold on for a sec. Okay. So anyway, so I, I just... The, the guy, the handy... The reason I couldn't go to your comics branch last weekend... Right. ...was that the, I had a task grab a guy putting it up oh and it looks really cool oh that's awesome yeah you know it was like 199 dollars oh that's yeah it was it was on sale there you go yeah i have a friend of mine whose house is i'm jealous and we went out to lunch and um her house is so beautiful it's so fucking beautiful she like knows a guy who can do built-in shelves 
Oh, and she's, wow. uh, I was like, I, for t- for 12 years, I've lived in my house. Yeah. It was Andy's house, and then we married, and now it's half mine. Thanks. Anyway, <laughs> up uh, top, bitch. Up top, up high. There you go. I'm gonna divorce that guy. Initially, yes, let me get half of that 966 square foot house. It was, but it was, I, I was sweat equity uh, when, we, when we married. And, but the, the crazy, th- we've always wanted to replace the kitchen floor, and mm-hmm. we never have. And you have inspired me because I want to live in the house when the floor yeah. is nice. You don't want to, you don't want to, you sell the house, then you spend, you know, you spend whatever you spend money on it. Yeah. So you get more money from it. And you're like, why didn't I, why did I live like I wanna this? Li- yeah. I want to live in yeah. this place like this. Uh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. So that's, that's, uh, do it. Yeah. We're living, I'm living a sweet life. You guys, I know that it's a sweet life. So, but I want to, yeah, me get, too. I want to know I'm very that lucky. I'm, yeah. So here's, here's one thing I saw. Um, there was a joke. There was a Trump joke, mm-hmm. and Albert Brooks posted it. It was the Mexico thing. Remember? Yeah. When he uh, was Trump in went to Mexico. Yeah. Albert Brooks, and then a thousand other people posted a joke that said, uh, "Let's build the wall now." Oh yeah, right, yeah, right, right. That was uh, that yeah. was the joke, right? That yeah. was, and then there was a a big flurry of "You stole that! You stole that! You stole that!" Oh my god! And um, people, no, not that joke. Not that that is a perfectly sweet joke. It's a perfectly that, that's, fine. Th- that's another version of who's going to build the wall, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's it's a, it's a joke that uh, if you if you're half of a comic, you can put that together. You <laughs> right, can link that up. Right. If you're just a walking around funny person. Yeah. Yeah. You just want to get that get what that one out first. Right. Get it out. <laughs> call it <laughs> <first>. a day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to tell you last week at Odd Block, two things. I worked with two women comics that were super funny. Yeah. It was Kathleen McGee mm-hmm. and Amy Bug. Mm-hmm. Her name, her real name is Amy Bug, B-U-G-G. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kathleen McGee, M-C-G-E-E. And they're both super funny and they were really nice. And I got to be on, it was called Empower Hermint or something. That was, I, I, <laughs> oh I'm God. doing it. I'm, I'm massacring. It's, uh, it's never a yeah. good idea, but I understand what you're doing. Whatever. Uh, yeah. I got to do stand up. I, hooray. I don't care what the show's called. I don't, you call it whatever you want. <laughs> I got to do my set. Put <laughs> me on. Put me on. And then, uh, but I did, there was, for the odd block, there was a, a big theater mm-hmm. and then there was uh, a pizza place that had a venue. Essentially, they had a space. Yeah. And then there was a taco shop that had a space. And then there was a board game store that had a space. And then there was a, a half a mile away or less, uh, a community center that had a space. So those were the five spaces. But the odd block is those four. And I did a show with Dan Telfer and Todd Glass at the Odd Block Comedy oh, Festival. Oh, that's a fun lineup. Well, it wasn't. Uh, it was, <laughs> what well, it was a, well, we didn't get to do stand-up. Essentially, the local uh, Canadian comics got up, guys, uh, except for Amy was on that one. And, uh, man, I, I'm spacing people's names. I'm very sorry. And it was it was fun for – it might have been fun for them, but I didn't get to do stand-up. And it was fine. It was – what it was is it was supposed to be joke machine. They would yeah. tell a joke. They would do their set, and then we were supposed to tag it. It was called Punch Up. Mm-hmm. We were either supposed to tag it or give them a direction of where they could take that bit, a bit that we were th- talking about, and um, and we interrupted them, and it was so it was a, it was an it was awkward, but I think everybody had a good time and it was fine. My favorite thing that happened though. Wait, Todd Glass did this? Yeah, mm-hmm. and my favorite thing was Todd Glass oh. because the audience was seated. Todd Glass walks in, and he's like, "Oh no." And he looks at the setup of the of the of the venue and the stage. And he's, he, did you know Todd Glass travels with his own gels? <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, the the things to put over uh, oh, lighting to bring make things softer. I love that. It That's is the awesome. greatest. It's the greatest. And the audience is already seated. There's 40, 50 people in there. So he's and adjusting the he's lights. He's adjusting the lights and oh, the and the, and the so sound. Great. And he's like, the music is a little too. And so, and he's, and I, and I you started addressing you the audience. You want your headliner to be a control freak like that. I addressed the audience and I was like, you guys are going, having a rare and beautiful moment here. You've heard on podcasts how Todd Glass will do this and it's happening right before you. <laughs> savor it, savor it. And Todd turns to me and he goes, so hurting my feelings, hurting my feelings, talking about it like that. And I said, mm-hmm. how about if I say that I know that you're always right? And he goes, feel better about it. Feel better about it. So, but because he is. Yeah. That's great. Um, all right. You want that. You the, want that. You're going to see why I thought of this story in a second. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I'm worried about my son's academic career prowess. Maybe that's sure. not the word. But uh, <laughs> so so uh, there's like this this class website, you yeah. know, and uh, the teacher had them do fill out this thing called uh, <clears throat> where they had to say, I'm not I can't blank yet. 
but then they fill out the step. Then they would write the steps of how they would achieve oh, their goal. And then, okay. So I and she put all of them up. So I'm just clicking through them. It's like a slideshow. Yeah. I can't do you know uh, subtraction. You know multiplication in my head yet. But and then yep. here's you know and a lot of the kids were like I can't do a headstand yet. And then I get to my sons. Yes. I can't catch bugs yet. <laughs> What the fuck? That's what that's his goal. Uh, I got angry. I'm like, what do you care about? These other kids he's just going for laughs. I don't know where he got that gene. He didn't even spell catch right. <laughs> it didn't have the T in it. Are you reading him Harry Potter yet? We're s- still finishing this fucking Percy, the Percy Jackson. Jackson. Okay. But you guys, he riffs the whole time. He doesn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's because it's not compelling enough. I remember this because you said Amy yeah. McBug. Amy I'm McBug. Like, oh, bugs, bugs. Maybe he's going to be a bug guy. You don't know. No, I know he's not. <laughs> I know he's not. He's not going to be a scientist? You know my exit plan. Yeah. And I'm afraid I'm not going to have it because he's going to be living with me for the rest of his life. <laughs> because he's not going to... He's not going to get into a college or something. Or right. he's not going to want to go to college. Right. Well, what are you going to do? You know what? He'll be At fine. least I'm not John Hinckley Jr.'s mother. Uh, you don't know that yet. Anyway. <laughs> <what>? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that's, uh... <laughs> that's my go-to. Is I'm not 95 years old caring for my 63-year-old son who shot the president. <laughs> you know that you know he's released into her care and no. she's elderly. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. No, I don't uh... You know, it's okay to not have kids. It's okay. You don't know how it's going to turn out. You don't know. You don't know. It's uh, you know, you want You uh... could be raising a bud a bug catcher. You could be. You could be raging Brock. You know that you know, the swimmer oh, guy? Oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah, he got out. He's out of the. And I guess. Uh, yeah. I I saw a thing today where he his parents fear for his life because there's anti rapist uh, <laughs> protesters <laughs> in in front that. of his house. There's anti rapists who are mad at him. It turns out, and uh, so they fear for his safety. And I was like, welcome. Uh, to being a, a woman, a, a woman, yes, a girl, a woman walking around all of your life when you fear <laughs> you're for... leading a woman's life now. <laughs> oh my God! Welcome to it all, Brock. Okay, so I, you know, I'm on Snapchat. Yes, and I love it. I love it. And some people I love following. I love following Nikki Glaser, for example. Yeah, Nikki Glaser has a new little dog that she's had now. Yeah, and she was just talking about how she's she's like, I gotta, I. I have to. I might have to go get a service vest for this dog for him to be my service Aww. animal, and uh, and I say do it because um, that dog could not be a bigger service animal, quite honestly. And it's a tiny dog. Yeah. It, you can have it on your lap. I don't want to sit next to you on the plane, but uh, you can totally have it uh, on your lap. Right. And but she was like, she admitted something on Snapchat that I was like, she said, uh, "I'm five days. I've I left my meds in New York." Uh, oh. So I'm five days off of Zoloft or whatever she's on. Oh. And I genuinely wanted to just, because, you know, I knew her when she was like 19. Yeah. When she was just a kid oh, yeah, on yeah, Last yeah. Comic Standing. Right. She's always been just so smart. Yeah. And such a nice woman. Yeah. She mm-hmm. was a nice kid, yep. nice 19-year-old woman. Yep. And um, and so I genuinely got kind of like, <laughs> and, and then I thought, hey, it's Snapchat. Why don't you not give your advice that has been unsolicited? And uh, but I, I was like, you could get, you could go to the CVS here or Walgreens. Yeah, there's and, a couple pharmacists in LA that would prescribe you so just on or whatever you need, whatever yeah. you need. And, uh, and then she was watching two broke girls, and she mm-hmm. was like, I like it, but see that joke. And she was kind of analyzing yeah. some of the jokes, and I was like, I don't know, what are you doing? So it was, but it's fa- Wait, what are you doing? What am I doing? Yeah. Talking about it? Yeah. Um, well, I just thought it was fascinating because Snapchat is it's a, it's a glimpse into somebody's uh, like a comics life, like Matt Bronger. Yeah. You just you follow him around. You follow me around. Is it like Periscope? It's like Periscope in ten second bursts. Oh, I see. Okay. Where you're just like, like you could instead of tweeting. Hey, my mom just asked me about the what's what, what I'm going for in the cupboard. Yeah, you would actually just turn your camera on her and say, "Say that again," and then she'd say, "I'm just wondering what you're getting out of that cupboard," and then you would post that, and you would get a million people going, "Oh my God, it is actually happening," <laughs> and 
And Doesn't so it disappear after 24 just hours, 24 hours and it's gone. And which I, makes I'm it not even better energy into 24 hour content. Dude, nope. I have 55 year old jokes. I'm still telling <laughs> you. Gonna, I'm going to, I'm going to start putting my it, time. Into it is, it is so disappears. What I'm, what I'm saying about like Nikki Glaser and about this, the mm-hmm. Snapchat is how freaking freeing it is that it's going to go away in 24 hours. Oh, and people can steal it. I mean, I'm sure that there's, uh, there's an app or something that can record it and then yeah. it's there forever. But for the most part, nobody's doing that with me. I'm sure I've got like nine people. Look, I think I got a hundred people watching it and, uh, and that's fine. And, but there's this guy, DJ Khaled. That my 14-year-old, my 16, 17-year-old nephew was like, are you following him? He's got the most followers. He doesn't even have a name. He just has a key. And I was like, Is, does he? Does he just have a key? <laughs> and, he's, and he's sort of this, he's a rapper guy. And he's, it's essentially somebody trying to explain to me who Bowie was in 1984. I didn't fucking know who Bowie was. Right. Because I never know who anybody is. This is not elderliness. This is me never giving a shit. That's what I want listeners to know. Do you yeah. know who he is? David Bowie? Yes. No, DJ Khaled. Uh, I don't. Okay, so he is uh, Aristotle. Do you know? Uh, it's DJ Khaled. Is it Khaled? Ah! It's also Khaled. It's DJ Khaled. Oh, Khaled. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He accidentally Snapchatted his credit card and lost a lot of money. Yeah, oh, he accidentally Snapchatted his own credit card number, and and the credit card company was like, "No, no, you Snapchatted it. We're gonna oh, really? let that. You didn't change it fast yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah wow. because every he's." And he's beautifully dressed in almost entirely all white all the time. And he's got these giant chains and a giant Rolex. And it just makes me fear for my nephew. I was like, that's the guy? That's your role model? That guy who's constantly yelling fan love? And he's just, it's Khaled? Is that how it is? Khaled. Khaled. Oh, it's Khaled. You realize that. But you got the DJ, right? Oh, yeah, I got the DJ. For years, I thought it was Adelaide instead of Adele. I don't know what to do with you, Jackie. Uh, you don't have to do anything with me. I'm not broken. I think I That's tuned right. out of That's this conversation. Right. I am not broken. Let me know that. And uh... Snapchat goes on the list of things that I tune out of very quickly. <laughs> All right. Well, let me tell you about the new science fiction. No, I'm not going to tell you about the new science fiction. Uh, what else? What, are, what else? Anything? I'm dying because I haven't had a set in six days. Yeah, you got to get up. I don't understand why you... But I'm all, I'm all loaded up, you up this tonight? next week. Yeah? Not tonight. Starting tomorrow night. Yep. It's, it's, it's yeah. It's start slumped to shoulders from the nine-year-old because I'm going out. Mom's going out. That's it. Hit the, I hit don't the... have a single outlet. I've only been talking to those two. Oh, my God. You getting any comedy from that? You getting right any now, material? I'm just sad. Or are you living in the moment like some kind of person? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, sad and my legs hurt. Uh, yeah, that is that is unfortunate. Do you want to do Comic of the Week? Yes. Do it. Miss Pat. Miss Pat. Ms. She's a little feminist. Yes. M's, M.S. Pat. And yes. her handle is Comedienne. Very funny. Ms. Pat. Yeah, she's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's Chicago, been a right? while. Chicago? She's from Chicago? I think originally. Cool. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe Chicago Land. Yes. We don't know. But uh, super funny. Yeah. Does the job. Get out there. Find the, find the video. Yeah. And, uh, I think she has a podcast too. Bask, bask in it, you guys, because it's pretty <laughs> fucking. It rolls over you. She's, yeah. I mean, she's a larger than life personality on stage. You know, yeah. we all have great stage presence. Is she kind of in our age range. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should. Should we call her? No. Okay. But if she isn't, maybe we shouldn't say that she is. Right. She doesn't want to be in our age range. <laughs> no one does. I think Ms. Pat is uh, twenty-seven <laughs> years old. I think you should get out there and cast her. She's really good. Check her out. Yeah, she's really good. And uh, yeah, I uh, this week I'm going to Seattle and Spokane with Maria. I have like a bunch of Maria gigs coming up. Sweet, that's a sweet life, Jackie Cation. It's pretty sweet. And then I did those hours, and then um, and then I I've been trying to book my own hours so that Mm -hmm. I can I can run it. Where are you gonna Where are you gonna tape it? At Acme New Year's Eve week. Get this, I'm gonna New Year's Eve week. Yeah. Wait, we talked about that. Yeah, right? I, but I'm I'm gonna tape New Year's Eve shows. Did you tape your last one at Acme? Mm-hmm. All of them. Every single, every single, every single. Think of changing it up ever? No. Why? I don't know. Yeah. Some just people, to... some people do different venues. Carnegie yeah. Hall. Do you think should I, should I just book Carnegie no. Hall and do it there? I mean, like a little place here. Yeah. Nah. I don't know. What do people here? You know, it's doing it at that at the clubhouse. A couple yeah. weeks ago now, it's uh. It made me aware that people like me 
here, but I don't know that I could fill, you know, a taping room here. I might, but uh, but I, I do. You could, and I work on all that material you would, so much. You definitely want people who haven't heard the jokes before. That right. that is the key. You want a road gig. I want to. Sh- I'd like to gig. record in a road room for sure. Right. And so, L.A. or New York, New York could probably work. Like I could do the Bell, whatever. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> there's a lot of places in New York. You could yeah, there's go. plenty of places in New York, but I don't know that I could fill those rooms either. But uh, but. I might be able to fill it for a couple of tapings. Yeah. But I like the idea of doing four shows recorded Friday and Saturday. Yeah. At a, at a, at a club. And my home club, here's the thing about Acme. I'm never more comfortable than on stage at Acme Comedy. That's a, that's a good thing. I'm just saying it, the, it would look the same, you know, the same backdrop and stuff like Unless oh, Are you going to change the backdrop of doing anything? I'm not doing video. Oh. I'm just oh, doing a new, an never album. Never mind. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I yeah. thought it was the same. No, I've only done the one DVD. Okay. And, uh, and it was expensive. And I don't think, and a, and a, a CD is almost free, you know? Yeah. It's almost. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then do it there. So that's, that's where I, I just need to get this material out. I don't have, I'm so mad. I, I just texted Maria before the show and, uh, I was like, hey, give me a writing assignment. Cause I don't have anything to write about. I got nothing. I was thinking about maybe something about, uh, <sighs> I was like, you know, sometimes what I do, what I do is writing, uh, I'll, I'll break my life into five-year chunks. Mm-hmm. And that I had to go through zero through five, five, six through, you know, 10 or 11 or whatever. And I was thinking when I was 12, I went to my first dance. And that was a, there's a funny story in there, but I don't know what to do with the fact that the reason I, I never hit on guys was because when I initially hit on guys, what, it was, I just, I picked the best looking guy. Mm-hmm. Because it is, I, I was raised to think, well, if you're going to do something, uh, you might as well pick the guy you want to dance with, right? So mm-hmm. I was 12. He was 14. He was the quarterback for the JV football team. JV, come on. 14, though. I was in junior high. He was essentially the hottest guy in the entire mm-hmm. junior high. Aim high. Varsity. <laughs> Varsity. I didn't know any high school guys. What are you, nuts? <laughs> it's, uh, oh, there were actually high school guys. They were the band. You know, like, I don't know if you ever, did you guys have a... Uh, I went to girls' Catholic school. We did you have parties at all, or in, ju- in junior high or high no, school? I didn't do anything fun. I was a swimmer. So you didn't. I was they way were too dedicated to my sport. But they, you never. They, there were never any like boys that stand on one side of the room and girls that stand on the other. Yeah, side Yeah, when room I was kind like of thing. in middle in middle school. Yeah, like that's where it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, junior high, high school. Yeah, okay. that kind of yeah. thing. And it was usually like a band that they picked from high school guys. Yeah. They were like, we have this great band, you guys. We know all of. We have four songs. And then they were the worst, and they were so loud because yeah. they were like the amps are important. All right, but you what, got something? But, you got a comedy? No, story? but you were talking about how you were writing, and then you started talking about your dance. Right, it's all I got. It's all. It's there's nothing there. I, there might be something there, but I don't oh, know. Okay, I don't know what to. It's just well, it's, here's it what's funny to me. Okay, so I, I mean, I, here's what I've been doing lately is because I'm just writing such short jokes. Yeah, it feels like now, like just showing up at a club a little bit earlier and going all right. This one, what what needs a bridge? Sometimes you just sometimes jokes need a bridge, yeah. or or where you know why why am I leaving this topic so early when there's more here? And then just trying to like add to stuff, just add to stuff, yeah. Okay, and I mean things become their own jokes; they don't necessarily right. become tags on existing jokes. Yeah, you know? yeah, they they lead into s- organic. But you can get a story out of that accidentally, but it, it'll it it comes out of you just piling hurt. jokes on each other and not just. Going well, I like guys at a dance. Now I got to make this, you know, write write a brand new topic. I don't have to go to a new topic. You're saying just look at my existing jokes yeah, and maybe try to spread off of that octopus yes. out of that. That's yes. a great writing. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, I will piss on a go, spark plug at this you know, point. You, you have like, I got nothing. <laughs> if you have ten jokes, there's got to be a couple that are a little bit lumpy. And why why are they lumpy? And what uh, do you mean by lumpy? Um, for me, I, yeah, I mean. Um, um, I remember I'm remembering it the first time it killed and then ignoring the fact that it's not doing as well ever since, you okay. know, but it's sandwished between some other stuff. Okay. So you know, you're not and, feeling it. You don't feel it as hard. No, I it like works. it, but I'm like, I, 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 I guess. Are you feeling the lumps? Where are you feeling the lumps? Got me finished. <laughs> um, 
I'm sorry. This is exactly how I live all day in my house with my mom. Mm. It's it's nonstop interruptions. I, I was going to the bathroom. The two of them move as a unit following me around to interrupt me and disturb me. And I was in the bathroom and they both burst in with different questions and needs. And I'm like, can I fucking piss by myself? You're on the toilet. Yes. That is a thousand times not okay. Uh so just I'm try sorry. to like sneak, just, I don't know. I, I just try to look at, at stuff that, um, where, where I'm like, where am I working really hard? Like sometimes I notice something on stage and then I forget it. As soon as I get off stage, I notice like, oh, this, this isn't working like I thought it was. And then I forget as soon as I get off stage, cause uh, whatever you have, it, it, it's not like you have a joke yeah. idea. You just know something doesn't feel right. Yeah. And then the next time you're on stage, you're like, oh, this fucking thing again. I for- yes. <laughs> forgot to address it. You know, so okay. it, it, it is helpful to, to just go, are there any points where I remember the last time on stage telling this joke where it felt, uh, I wasn't getting what I wanted and, and yeah, am I just I getting good at powering through it? Am I yeah. getting good at having energy at this point instead of going, let me fix this so it's a really good joke where I don't have to add I, bells and whistles to it? You know? I hate that you've said this because I can feel that, that res- that's true. There's, there's at least two or three jokes that don't end strong enough. And every time I end those jokes, I'm like, well, you better say it louder because this doesn't have a big enough punchline. Right. You better bring up your energy to make that punchline work. And it's exhausting. And yeah. it's irritating because I I feel I know what I know what you're saying, so I've I have a dozen sets maybe more I've listened to four of them, and it's I just so fucking hard to listen. To it's sets. so hard to listen to fucking sets, and I want to, and I you know I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna commit to it. There's like my my weird bow and arrow joke doesn't end strong enough because mm-hmm. uh, it's it it turns into something that doesn't end. So I should just write on the end of that and figure out where the hell it goes. The uh, I did fix a joke. I fixed uh, my fucking time travel joke, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Uh, I actually figured out uh, what to do with it, and uh, it's got its own two like two liner, like uh, a funny set of funny punchline at the very end of it. So I could tighten that whole thing up. So yeah, it's uh, it's weird. It's God. hot in the studio, isn't it? It just got super hot in here, didn't it, Aristotle? I yeah. boo. Whatever. Do we is have it- any more water? We don't have any more water. Well, where are we at, Aristotle? 41. 41. Oh, my God. God damn it. No. Uh. <laughs> what else you got? 40, what, do you, what do you think wait, about the Wait, 19 three more minutes and no water? Stooges? It's, uh, you want to talk I about old-timey comedy? No. Uh, do you want to talk without me while I go get water? Oh, Aristotle's going to go get some waters. Yeah, very oh. quietly. I say make noise. I say do whatever you need to do, Aristotle, to get us some water. What's fun to talk uh, about? (laughs) What is fun to talk about? How about uh, what's your favorite club that you've ever worked at? Do you have that? Didn't you ask me that before? No. (laughs) Or pick a different one. How about that? Hmm. What's a really fun club and what makes it fun? Or any of that? Yeah, like a full week. Do you like I a Tuesday? Talk about that. Do you like Tuesday through Saturday? Do you like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Like if you didn't have a kid and you were in that happy space <sighs> where you just got in that job where you felt confidence, Thursday through Saturday. You like a Thursday, Thursday through Saturday, Thursday, Friday, you know, Saturday. Though, I kind of like a Sunday after two two shows on a Saturday where the pressure's off. Yeah, it's 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 casual day. Yeah, you can, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can do a like... Tuesday like that. Yeah, but. A Sunday after is better. Mm-hmm. It's just mellow. You don't care. You know what I hate? It's sometimes, just in general, when people are like, well, tell me what it's like to be a woman. Tell me what it's like to be a con-. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. I don't care. Have so you thought sorry. about it much? <gasps> Look at all that water. Look at all that water. We're oh going to have to pee after this. So, yeah, uh, what's it like being a woman comic, Lori? <laughs> Could you tell us? Tell me what it's like being a woman comedian. <laughs> but do you, what's it like being a comedian? When you go on podcasts, that, that's like... The five, the first five questions, a lot of them are like, tell me something that you've already told 400 times. <laughs> what was it? How did you get but into say comedy? say it on this podcast yeah, instead. Exactly. How did you get into comedy? What was your first stand up? I have told that story so many times. Mm-hmm. I can't. 
I one time I got asked a bunch of the same questions in a print for a print thing, and yeah. I, I was sent them. I literally cut and pasted them from other things that have been printed, and just sent them without changing the background color or anything. Uh, I was like, "Why don't you read uh, some of my other interviews and not ask me the same damn question? That'd be great." Let's talk about the future. Oh, the future! What do you, you I want to do? What do you want to do? I want to do uh, Edinburgh again. I've never done it. I've always wanted to do Edinburgh, but it always costs five thousand dollars. I want to. I want to save up. I want to do it. All right. I don't do know it. how to do it. I. I it's got to be a different time in my life because I'd have to have a month off. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do a live Jackie and Lori? No, never. Not ever? I don't like how people change uh, for an audience, you know, in a podcast all of a sudden. Because you, you will turn into comic, you know. Yeah. What are you You know here? what? Fucking come see my act if you want a comedy. All right. <laughs> That's not what you're here for. You're here for abrasive Lori hated by Abigail. <laughs> for Abigail hating Lori. Yeah. Lori Kilmartin bringing you. So you don't ever want to do a live one of this. I so. All right. Who knows? Because you know, people keep saying that they'll pay money us. In it. If they'll if, pay us, if they'll they fly will. us places, really? and then they'll put us up. Maybe. Right. Exactly. And then we'll get to do stand up around it. I want to do Edinburgh again. Yep. One day. What do you want to do at Edinburgh? Do you want to write a new hour for yeah. it? No, no, not for it. Just to have whenever. I mean, I'm talking like in five or ten years. <laughs> oh wow! This is in your five year plan. Yes, I have a long plan. I've, yeah, you, that's what I'm trying. I I, I want to be healthy. I want to keep doing stand up till I'm like eighty or eighty five, and mm-hmm. just keep showing up. I want to do an hour when I'm eighty. In Edinburgh. We are so different. I am not thinking about anything about when I can get out of this damn room. And then I'm hoping to do a set tomorrow. That's it. That's as far into the future, I think. Really? It's weird. I never think about what I want to... Because people, you know, in L.A., they're always like, well, do you want to... What do you want to do? Do you want to act? Do you want to produce? Do you want to write? What do you want to do? And I'm like, I don't know. What do you What do you got? I'll do whatever you want. Yeah. And that's not the answer they're looking for. I know. I... I, I yeah. Somebody told me yesterday that... Uh, uh, oh, Melinda Hill. I, I told her, she said, have you ever had any ideas for like She's a movie? She's so funny, man. Yeah, Melinda Hill, very funny. Get yeah. out there, you guys. Check it out. And um, she was telling me that she pitches a lot. And I was like, I pitched one thing. How do you get into pitches? And uh, nobody, like my manager never sent me out to pitch anything. Really? And um, I don't I don't know. Well, did you have stuff, though? Well, I had, I just, I pitched something when I was in New York. I pitched all of the ideas I could think of, and I would write more ideas if I was going into a pitch meeting. Yeah. I would look at what, like. But wait, how did you, because, okay, we yeah. did a Conan packet, right? No. Oh. Didn't you do a Conan packet? Yeah, but. But you did it really quick, right? Right. Like, how, uh, and how long? It, it, uh, I wrote, well, Brian. Yeah. Said, why don't you write desk pieces for Conan? Right. And so I went and I'd spent an hour watching previous desk pieces yeah. of Conan. Yeah. And then anybody else from late night that I could see. And yeah. then I wrote, it took me about two hours. It has to take. It's not that, it's not done that way. That's yeah. not how right, it's right. done. So is that how you were, like, it's got to take at least a week. To write pitches. I think because you got to write... I mean, I haven't just written, hundreds and hundreds of stuff and then just whittle it as much as you can as much and then as you can it and then whittle it I don't down. think hundreds and hundreds. But right. But yeah. whatever. As but many what, as you can. What, and not just us, you know, same with monologue jokes. But whatever you're doing, you got to you got to spend a ton of time writing and writing and then whittling it down. Yeah. There's nothing you can do in two hours, you know, okay. to get in my opinion, to get a job. Right. Yeah. Um, so but just think how great I'd be if I if I could just <laughs> knock that out in two hours. <laughs> <laughs> but is that how you were approaching pitching? Like, oh, I have a meeting in, in four hours, so let me come up with a show? Yeah. Remember that woman, Diane Ford, asked me to write for her, and I put a, a green yeah. marker on a napkin? Yeah. That's how I plan shit. <laughs> that is sadly how I plan shit. It okay. isn't. Okay. Do you, but could you come up with a show idea, flesh it out? Yep. I so did do that. And then go, hey, I want to call someone. Hey, I want to I want to pitch this because then you can you can your pitch can get better and better with each with pitch. each pitch and you can practice it. And, you know, you know, your show inside and out as opposed okay. to, oh, you're going to be in New York. You got to pitch something. OK. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think that happens to a lot, a, a lot to comics is like, all right, you just did just for laughs. And uh, now you're going to be in L.A. for a week. Pitch it. And, and you don't know what you're we lost. Audio Wait, again, uh, I think it's this thing. Okay. Anyway, but you don't know, 
you're like, why do I pitch? What do you mean? Yeah. You know, you, you just don't know. And it, and it's, uh, it's, that's kind of the opposite way to do it. If you want to have success. Right. Opinion. It seems like a very unsuccessful way to yeah. pitch if I were to ever want uh, to do such a thing. So, um, yeah, like remember that woman uh, a couple of years ago asked me to come up with a sitcom idea yeah. of me and Andy uh, as a sitcom. Yes. And so I did. And then I wrote uh, – I did. I wrote a treatment. I wrote a bunch of stuff. And then I brought it to everyone I know who has ever worked on a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Um, well, several people that I know who'd worked on a sitcom. I brought it to Karen Kilgariff. Yeah. And she gave me notes on it. And I brought it to Laura House. She gave me notes on it. And then I rewrote it. And then I brought it back um, – I think to a couple other people who had worked on sitcoms and I got more notes and then, then I submitted it and then I was given some notes on that and I resubmitted it and then it was too late, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Cause television's been canceled. Uh, there's no more sitcoms. I can't do and, it anymore. Uh, <laughs> and so, but so that was more of the process that you're talking about. You're talking about yeah. actually just writing yeah, yeah, yeah. reams of whatever and then whittling it down and then and then giving it to somebody. Yeah, to and get making feedback. it bulletproof. You know, yeah. making it so they're gonna people go, Well, what if this happens? And what about that? And you're like, Oh yeah, yeah, well I have a an answer to that. You know, yeah. I know either I know the structure so well or I've anticipated all these problems, I've anticipated how much this could cost, where you know, how we're gonna shoot it so it's cheap and yeah. you know, all, all that kind okay. of stuff. The more the more, the more you know. Like going in with the more you know is gonna, gonna. Yeah. It's easier. Make it easy for them to say yes is what you're saying. I mean, and, I've never sold anything. I'm just, I'm just, yeah. I was just asking based on. Yeah. No, the I this, these these people who I did not even know. They have a web, they do web series and they're based on the reality TV people, and so they were like, "Well, what do you have?" And I was like, "Well." Uh, many years ago, I thought about doing a live action real time uh, dork forest. You know, video, you know, like a TV show. Oh, cool. And so I shot uh, an intro video for that. And uh, and then I wrote up some stuff. And, and so I told them about that. They were kind of interested in that. And I followed up and they were no longer interested. Hmm. Uh, but then I also pitched like a movie idea that I've had in my mind for 30 years. But the other person always changes. Currently, it is Wanda Sykes in my head. <laughs> and uh, And then that's why Melinda was like, well, you know Wanda Sykes. And I was like. No, I don't. I don't know Wanda Sykes, but I know people who know Wanda. Yeah, Sykes. you're so, one person away. Right. From I, Wanda. I could. Yeah, I could probably. And I. She said, "Well, you could pitch to someone who who knows Wanda Sykes." And I said, "Okay." Uh, how do I do that? And she was like, you email them and say, I have an idea. And then they say, come on over. And they give you a bottle of water. And then uh, you tell them your idea. And then they are like, what else you got? <laughs> and um, and so I don't have anything else uh, for Wanda Sykes or for whoever. But uh, But those are the two kind of things I had. And then I yeah. had, you know. It isn't enough, right, is what you're saying. <laughs> Don't just go in with a green marker on a napkin. Right. Well, you know that. I do. I, yes, I have learned since then. Yeah. But, but it, I, I like the idea of pitching stuff, and I like the, listening to that Norman Lear thing. I'm like, oh, he comes up with TV oh, shows. Cool. Yeah. You know who's – I think – did I mention her earlier? Christella? Yeah. I mean, her story is so cool. Right. You know, that- she she – she did a set on Conan right. and it was like a, it was a great set and it kind of talked about her life and somebody, uh, somebody thought, well, I'm, I'm probably missing 4,000 details, right. but they liked it. The general idea. They said, let's, let's do a pilot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she got so, I think she got kind of far, like she may have sold it. And then they decided not to shoot it, and she took the money that she got from writing it, and she shot it herself. Mm-hmm. And then they they put it on the air. Okay, and it, it, it lasted for a season. I okay, mean, I think getting something on the air is like a miracle, and then right. having it stay on the air is completely completely it's a, it's different nightmare stratosphere. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Darlene Westgore, who did uh, the Funniest Mom in America, I think yeah. on VH1. Yeah, VH1. No, no. Uh, uh, Nick at Night. Nick at Night. Nick, yeah. Nick Moms or whatever. Yeah, and uh, she got a deal from that by winning. It was the first season, so what she got from it was an actual pilot, and they shot it. Carol Leifer wrote it, I think, and it didn't get picked up, but. Yeah. It was it was a fascinating watching her go through that that oh, that, yeah. that process was fascinating yeah. and watching Maria do Lady Dynamite yeah. was fascinating right and my favorite and I I probably told you the story before is that every time she'd go for a meeting with Netflix I'd say how did it go and she goes I got a free salad another free <laughs> salad out of it we don't know what's gonna happen how but many I got a free how Caesar. many how many writers on that show I don't know I don't know uh, that's probably something did that people she... would know. 
did she do uh, writing herself or was she sort of she was she in the writer's in room for a while had the bones of the script so. well i think i think she was in the writing room for a while and then um and then later she, less involved yeah in the, in the writer's part of it and uh so i don't um uh, I, I'm sure I'm missing four million details as well, but yeah. it they're doing eight more or uh, some more, and so there'll be a second season on Netflix, which is great. And yeah. so that's its own triumph, right? Yeah, totally. Is like you selling your show to the streaming people. Yeah, that's that's its own triumph, right? And and even before that, I mean, every step is, I think, a win, right? Yeah. The fact that you shot it. Yeah. You know, the fact that I shot mine mm-hmm. is I consider it. I got DVDs, you guys. Uh, so and it's and it's available streaming, but just on my site. Right. Yeah. And it's fine. But I went up on that. I, I sound a little whiny when I said <laughs> it's fine. No. And, but it, <laughs> but it is. But it genuinely is fine because the work is all that matters. Yeah. And it's they don't get to tell me what jokes to write. Right. And if they don't buy the jokes once they're done. Uh, some people still like them. Yeah. So fuck them. They don't have to buy the jokes. They'll they're they can go buy something else. Yeah. What do you think of that rant? What do you think of that? I like it. Rant? I'm inspired. That's you're my Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an answer, not the answer. So I don't know if I've got anything else. I um, want. I you know what I'd like? I'd like the special to do well. My special to yeah. do well, and I'd like to be able to fly places on Saturdays and do a set, and then fly back on Sunday and come back. You know, Jerry Jerry Seinfeld, yeah, has his own jet, and Tom Papa. I don't need my own jet. Him. I don't need that. Right. Just yeah, it'd be really convenient though. It would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think that uh, fans of Jackie and Lori show can make that happen. I understand we I, got some pretty good numbers from Nerdist. Really? I don't know. I <laughs> just made that up. And we'll never know. I don't know. Go to Ask Hardwick. It's, uh, he just got back from his honeymoon. Did you follow him on Instagram? I don't. Oh, my God. It was gorgeous. Should um, we be talking about okay. Chris Hardwick's uh, honeymoon? Yeah, I it's don't know. It's on Instagram. It's public. Okay. I mean, I don't think anybody's... All right. I'm not breaking the, the seal on anything here. It's not mm-hmm. Snapchat. It doesn't go away. So, yeah. How so much this, time? Hold on. <laughs> Fifty. Oh that's pretty God. close. That's pretty. I know. I know that Christina Walken show is still walking, but uh, <laughs> so let's. Uh, well, what advice would you give young comics? Oh, fuck <laughs> you! Oh man, I want us to end Nothing on every shitty. Me more that I'm not young than when someone asked me to give advice to young comics. I was young once too. Okay, and you're gonna get old too. So shut the fuck up. Oh my god, that question makes my hip hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> what do you love most about stand-up comedy? Shut up, stop it. Can we just have silence? Why is this my apartment all of a sudden? Why is this my house? Constant no way, words. no way your no way your mother's asking you the good questions, the deep deep questions about stand-up. Mm. I want my new jokes to work. That's all I want. I want new jokes. <laughs> so you at least have new fucking jokes. You will. Yeah. And your new jokes will work. There you go. Right? Glass half full over here, Cation. I'm going to have another water. Boring. <laughs> Glass half full. Boring. No. That's why That's why the, the Abigails of the world love me. Oh. That's why. Glass half full, Cation. Wow. Yeah, that's right. What an asshole. <laughs> Soak it up. I never want to do two of these in a row again, but we should. Now, you were the I, one who said we needed to do four one day. What? When yeah. did I say that? I don't know, but it was burned into my cerebellum, and I'm like, no fucking way am I doing four in no a row. That's, we would, but then we, I wouldn't have to see you for a month. <laughs> a pile of jelly. It's. Uh, I invited you to a social event today. You did. How dare you? How dare you? We could have spent some time. You know, I'm a person that needs solitude. I people, I'm. I think I'm allergic. But you're not to getting. People. You're not getting. I'm not any getting so- it. I'm going crazy. Which means, which is what I th- what I think. In lieu of you ever getting any solitude in your own home, right? Is you need to go out and meet other comics and just and, and just and have meet breakfast. More people. Well, they're, they're comics you know. It's just like sit around and and just shoot the shit about comedy. 
and yeah. that will revitalize you uh, to stare at the people who will not go away from your home. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I say in lieu of I, – I do think you need some alone time, but I don't think you're getting it. So, All right. This weekend – yeah, I'm at uh, I'm at Cinderblock. I'm at in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, and I'm doing three sets at Cinderblock at the Cinderblock Comedy Festival. Check out their so you uh, website. You gonna fly there on Friday? Yeah, and stay through and through Sunday. Yeah, again. Mm-hmm. And are you gonna do sets at the stand and stuff? No, too, I'm or? just gonna stay in Brooklyn that one night. Yeah, oh, they're gonna put you up. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. I'm, I mean. Comedically, I'll stay in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, because they're they're bringing me out, so I didn't want to do try to do other spots too. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems fair. Yeah. So this is the one that uh, comes out September twelfth. Yes. So it'll be it'll be that weekend. We'll have finished celebrating September eleventh. Celebrating. That's it. (laughs) Isn't that what the Armenians did? I thought I thought they. I thought Trump you're said mixing, that. No, you're mixing <laughs> me up with the Saudis. No. Didn't he rent like the 44th floor? To he the did. Saudis I tweeted that to somebody today. Uh, it was uh, the 45th floor. He sold the entire 45th floor to the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. June 2001. You tell me if Hillary had done that three months before 9-11, we wouldn't be hearing that all the time and saying somehow she was helping them spy on the World Trade Center. Right. From Columbus Circle. <laughs> they all did like binoculars. And uh, isn't that where Trump Tower is? In yeah. Columbus Circle? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Everybody go see Pat. Go see Miss Pat. Go, go see Miss Pat. Check her out. And go see live comedy because it's the best. Yeah, and, man. Uh, yeah. And, and, and buy a ticket, you fucking cheapskates. Show up. <laughs> Stop getting everything for free. God damn it, I'm fucking sick of you people. <laughs> now leaving nerdist.com.